Hello friends, welcome to Stock Parchala. In this podcast, we will differentiate between dividends and buybacks and figure out which one suits you more. When TCS announced its second round of buyback of shares worth 16,000 crores, it has once again raised the debate on how should companies in India reward shareholders. Broadly speaking, there are two ways of rewarding shareholders, dividends and share buybacks. After the union budget 2016, we're talking about few years back, dividends above rupees 1 million, that is 10 lakh rupees, taxable at 10% in the hands of the investors, there has been a major shift towards buybacks. At least, larger companies with a cash pile prefer to reward shareholders with buyback of shares rather than through dividends. First, a word on both these methods of rewarding shareholders. What exactly do they mean? Let's, let's talk about that. Now, dividends are distributed by companies out of their profit after tax. It is a post-tax appropriation. Dividends are cash payouts and to that extent, they reduce the value of the company. When we talk of value, we refer to the net worth of the company and the market value, both. Both reduce to the extent of the dividends paid out. Normally, companies do not have too many investment projects to invest in that will prefer to pay out the dividends as dividend to shareholders. A buyback, on the other hand, is a reduction of the capital. In India, buying back shares for treasury operations is not permitted, unlike the US. A buyback for shares has to be necessary for extinguishing capital only. Since buyback reduces the outstanding capital, your profit is distributed across fewer shares and that improves the EPS, the earning per share, per share of the company. Now, back to the debate, which is a better choice for you? Now, let's consider some of the uh, parameters that you should be uh, taking care of. One, the first way to compare the buyback of shares with the dividend method is based on the tax implications. Here is where buybacks definitely score over dividends. When a company declares dividends, there is a dividend distribution tax or DDT, then dividends are taxed at 10% above rupees 10 lakh in the hand of the investors. Let's not forget that dividends are a post-tax appropriation, which makes it a three levels of tax, uh, taxation on dividends. If buybacks are conducting through the market mechanism, then they will be treated as long-term LTC, long-term capital gains. So even if you consider the tax, uh, tax of 10% on LTCG, it works out more economical than paying off the cash as dividends. So in dividends, taxes is taken by the government multiple times on the same money. That's a big problem here. Secondly, how do dividends and buybacks compare as a signal of valuation? Here again, buybacks score over dividends. When a company is willing to buy back the stock at a certain price, it is normally treated by the market as a base below which the price will not fall. Practically, this need is not always true. As we have seen in the case of companies like PC Dwellers, for more stable names, companies do use buybacks to signal that the market stock is undervalued. Although that may not be the case, it could be just a way of uh, handling this. In case of dividends, there is no such signal that comes out from the announcement. Although at an overall market level, dividend yield act, does act as a price support of the index. Finally, third point is what adds more value to shareholders? Both dividends and buybacks are signals to the shareholders that the company is sitting on excess cash. Company has money. Should shareholders take more cash in the business as a positive signal? Let us take the case of dividends first. When a company increases its dividend yield, you normally get to see the company's PE reacting negatively. That is because higher dividends are seen as a signal that there are not too many growth opportunities in the company. 
Since shareholders pay for growth, a higher dividend payout does not help valuations. That explains why OMCs got at low valuations despite generous dividend payouts. The same logic applies in the case of buybacks too. When shares are bought back, it is seen as a business with too much cash and limited investment opportunities. That again reduces the PE of the company and negates any benefit from the higher EPS post buyback. Let's also understand buybacks from the perspective of the promoter, from the guy who's running the show. Since they have been quite a few cases in the recent past, now, as a means of consolidating the stake of promoters in the company, buybacks can be more useful. For example, if the company has a share capital of 100 crore rupees, and let us assume that the promoters hold 30% stake. If the company uses its cash reserves to buy back 10% of the capital, then the company's outstanding capital reduces proportionately. That takes the stake of the company up from 30% to 33.33% if the promoters do not participate in the buyback. Dividends do not have any impact on the shareholding pattern of the company at all. Dividends and buybacks have emerged in India as a key means of rewarding shareholders. While buybacks are more tax efficient, there are some critical corporate government uh, issues that have to be taken care of as well. Overall, valuations in India are still driven by growth. The irony is that the neither buybacks nor dividends are indicative of companies growth perspectives. It's all about how the cash is being distributed back to the shareholder. So this is pretty much it. Um, we've given you specific considerations that you need to take care of while deciding which one is better for you, which stock uh, goes for buybacks most of the times or which ones give away dividends and then you can make your choice yourself. So friends, this is pretty much it in this podcast on dividend versus buybacks. Hopefully this was helpful for you. We'll see you in the next podcast soon. Thank you so much for listening to this one. Bye-bye.